A lot can happen between falling in love with a house online and owning it. Between imagining living there and breathing in your new home for the first time. Having an advocate who can help you navigate the complex world of financing, inspections, negotiating, analyzing the market, and talking through any anxieties that may pop up, that can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors and bound by a code of ethics. Because that's who we are. Hey, real quick, this episode is brought to you by Progressive where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello, hello, and welcome to the new Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at Case.Kenny on Instagram, and this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone, and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 334. Hello, my friend. Welcome to a fresh new episode of New Mindset Who Dis. Thank you, as always, for listening and for supporting me. Last week, I teased my new project, unbothered.com. And even though I still haven't fully disclosed what it is, um, you all have shown me so much love and support for it. It's unreal. So thank you for that. Um, And it means a lot, of course. So if you want, you can head over to unbothered.com, enter your email address there so you can be the first to know about it. Of course, I'm going to hook you up with all kinds of bonuses and discounts, and I'm going to do a giveaway, and it's going to be great. It's going to be fun in just a couple of weeks from now. But today, I have a short episode that is in response to something I've heard a lot lately. It's this idea that in dating or really any relationship, even like business or your career as well, it's this line that it's better to be the person who cares less. It's better to be the person who cares less, that you should match energy, that you shouldn't care until it's clear that they care, (laughs) that you shouldn't invest energy, compassion, interest, unless they do first, that it's best to be the one who doesn't care that it's best to be the one who cares less, that caring too much too early is desperate. I'm sure you've heard some variation of this, that whoever cares less wins, that you shouldn't care, whatever it is, you know, some variation of that. Um, because it's, it's reflected in the different advice we hear or the different social expectations we've ourselves come to adopt that, you know, you shouldn't respond to a, t- a text right away. That's caring too much. You shouldn't follow up after a date first. That's caring too much. You definitely shouldn't make the first move. That's caring too much and so on and so on. Care less. Care less and you have the power. Care less and you win. 
you know, care less and you'll be happier. You'll be happier because when you care less, you're just this happy-go-lucky kind of aloof person who doesn't let someone else's actions or inactions get you down. You won't be disappointed by people when you care less because when they hurt you or ghost you or dismiss you, you didn't care in the first place. So you're good to go. Care less because then you'll just you just go with the flow. What's meant to be is meant to be. You know, care less because if they care, they'll make it known. Care less because it protects you. That, does that sound familiar in, in some small way? Well, if you know me, you listen to the podcast, you know what I'm going to say here. I think that kind of thinking is an absolute pile of bullshit. <laughs> I really do. I really do. Respectfully, of course. But I, I think it's bullshit. Like, what a lame, passive, defeated, low-energy way to live life. I, I really don't like it. <laughs> I really don't like it. I even I even cringe listing those things out. Like and in life, I cringe every time I hear someone say they don't want to seem overeager. I cringe every time I hear someone say they don't want to be the first to do something. You know, I cringe every time I hear someone say they're they're worried that they'll come off as too much, too eager, too this, too that, whatever it is. I that makes me cringe <laughs> I, when I hear advice or the assumption that it's best to be the person who cares less. And that's what I want to talk about briefly in this episode. I'm going to give two reasons why I think that thinking is 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 ass backwards. Because I'm going to say no no shock if you listen to the pod that it's best to be the person who cares most for two reasons. And the first is like a soulful passionate reason, but the second is really practical. I, I always try to make things practical in life. So I'll hop right into it. And I'll start by rather obviously stating what I think, which is I think it's the most unhealthy mentality in life to think that you should be the one who cares less, that you should be the one who matches energy, that you should be you, know, you should be in first gear until it's clear that the other person is in second and then you you shift up to meet them. I really don't like that. Um, I really don't. But for some reason, like this is the assumption we've all arrived at in life. That the person who cares less has all the power, uh, all the power in a relationship, a friendship, a business relationship too. That whoever cares less has the power. Whoever cares less is going to win. But as with all the things I talk about on the podcast, like I do get it. Like I do understand this assumption. I get why this makes sense in our human minds because it's a preservation thing. Absolutely. We think to care less is to protect ourselves. And I understand that because if you don't care, then the outcome can't hurt you. That person can't hurt you. Disappointment can't hurt you. Rejection can't hurt you. Okay, I buy that. But let's think about this more really deeply. Is it protection? Is it preservation? Or is it? Or is this more of a fear-based response to life? Well, if you think about it, I think it's more fear-based. It's fear that's evolved from experiences that are very real, of course. Because if you've ever been hurt, disappointed, heartbroken, lost, whatever, you have proof in your life that supports the notion that you should care less, that you should protect yourself. And I get that, right? And you, you come to this assumption that someone needs to show you that they care first, that they're interested first before you do. That way, you don't ever have to put yourself in a position again to be the one who cares first and then ends up being hurt. And I, I totally understand that. But 
I think about what a life of preservation, what a life of fear looks like. It looks like you're living a life in reaction to the world around you, to the people around you. It looks like you're asking for permission to do what you want to do, to get what you want to get. It looks like you're always waiting. It looks like you're passive and not active. And to me, that's not the way to live life. But let's support this a bit more. We care less as a means to take back our power. And I understand that. We care less to protect ourselves because we've learned in the past that caring can be painful. It could be used against us. And I get that too. But for some reason, we've also developed this assumption that we lean on much more than those two things. That caring too much or caring first makes you desperate. And of course, society doesn't like desperate people. Texting first, trying too hard, showing interest first, showing emotion first. We think that that makes us desperate. And so we rebrand our assumption that we need to care less to being like, hey, I just don't want to seem desperate. And then that supports our innate desire to protect ourselves. And that's the reason we lean on. That's the, that's the reason we go with. It's simpler. It's less rooted in anything deeper, anything more human. We rationalize caring less by just saying, hey, I just, I just don't want to seem desperate. And that's that. We leave it there. We don't examine it any further. But I think we need to. <laughs> I certainly do. I think all that mentality does, however we dress it up, however we brand it, whether it's we're trying to protect ourselves or whether we're trying not to be desperate, whatever it is, all it does, all it serves to do is block us in life. It blocks potential. It blocks opportunity. It blocks connection because if you think caring more means you're desperate i think we need to pump the brakes here in a big way i think caring is the ultimate sign that you're in control in your life and how is being in control in your life how is going after what you want how is speaking your mind a desperate thing how is owning how you feel desperate how is speaking up first desperate how is setting the tone for what you expect desperate it's anything but desperate to an like an unevolved low energy person yeah okay to them it's desperate but to the right person it's the farthest thing from desperate so let's assemble these pieces here so i can make my point and then advocate for a a, a flip-flopping of this mentality hey real quick this show is sponsored by better help and You know, if you're like me, you're always wishing for more time in life, right? Like, I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time to do blank. I wish, I wish, I wish. And as much as practically having a couple more hours in a day would be cool, a bit more time to do what we love instead of jobs and responsibilities, it begs the question, what would we do with that time? Not just wishful, I want more time, but for what? What would I do with that time? What really matters to me? What brings me joy? What enhances my life? instead of just filling time and space with? Well, to answer that question, I think therapy can help. Therapy can help you find what matters so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash New Mindset today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash New Mindset. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Quince. And I'm a pretty simple guy, a man of simple pleasures, but I do occasionally like to dress up 
and step out. And that's why I'm excited to work with Quince to help me elevate my style without breaking the bank. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And that's why their items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they have all the must-haves like Mongolian cashmere crew neck sweaters from $50, 100% leather jackets, and versatile flow knit activewear. Quince was kind enough to hook me up with a sick gold Cuban bracelet and a really stylish performance flow knit t-shirt. Really my style, simple but with a pop of luxury, and as advertised, it was very affordable. So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash new mindset for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash new mindset to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash new mindset. We think caring less gives us more power. We think caring less protects us and we think caring less is cool because caring too much is desperate, right? Those are the pieces, but I'm advocating for us to care more. And here's why I think this. And to my point, the first one, the first reason is a soulful one. And it's, it goes like this. It's like, do you want to look back on your life and say, Hey, good news. I protected myself. I wasn't hurt. I avoided frustrating circumstance success. Oh, but by the way, fine print, uh, I ended up settling. I ended up waiting around until someone finally recognized me. I sat around complaining about how there's no good people. I played the game. I waited and I waited and I waited. That's what you're going to end up saying. And I don't think there's any way you want to say that. There's no way you want to look back and say someone chose you instead of you choosing them. Because as nice as it is, of course, to be chosen, and you very much deserve that, but if you look back and realize that your life path is a path that was handed to you because you didn't say how you felt, because you waited three days to text back, because you didn't speak up when you wanted to, you waited around. What does that say? What does that say about your life? Well, to me, it says that you likely overlooked a path that was more right for you. Doesn't it? Like, I would never want to look back and realize that I didn't choose my path that I waited around instead, that I hid my true self so as not to spook someone else and rock the boat instead, that I passed up opportunities because I didn't want to appear a certain way, that I lived, that I acted out of fear. No, I would never want that. I know I will regret that. I will. That sounds terrible. In the moment, it seems like self-preservation, but in retrospect, I can almost guarantee that it's going to be a regret. Allowing ourselves to be the one who waits for energy to come our way. Ugh. Allowing ourselves to be the one who waits for interest to be shown to us. Allowing ourselves to be the one who holds back out of fear of being off-brand. Who holds ourselves back out of fear of being desperate. Ugh, no. There's a very soulful reason to not do those things. Caring less, yeah, it doesn't get you hurt. I can't argue with that. But... Whoever cares less will regret more. I really believe that. Whoever cares less will regret more. So it's a question of which do you choose? Comfort in the present. Again, I understand that. But if that's what you're choosing, you're choosing regret in the future. Maybe not like exact regret that you could pinpoint and be like, this is the moment. But like a deeper, more soulful regret that says, I had so much in the tank but I never let it out because I was acting out of fear. 
And that's, that's yikes. That's a yikes moment. And I'm not coming at you with this. I'm coming at myself. I'm coming at all of us, all of us who have ever chosen fear over realness. It's a human thing. It's a human thing to protect ourselves, but I advocate for us to care more. I advocate for us to be the one to text first, follow up first, to be the one who's energetic first, to be honest first, vulnerable first, the first to stop pretending, whatever it is, for all the reasons I just listed, but also for a very practical reason. I say you should be the first to do, to act, to care, the first to dive in, the first to be excited, the first to show interest and emotion, and everything that we're afraid can be used against us for a very practical reason. And that's because it weeds out people who are not right for us. It weeds out people who are unevolved, frankly. That's it. Think about it. If you hide those things, if you hid those things, if you held yourself back, if you took the approach of caring less, and then you developed a relationship with someone who would have been turned off by those things in the first place, but you ended up with them, are you with the right person? Ask yourself that. Are you with the right person? If you hid those things in order to, you know, win them over, no way you're with someone you won over by not being real, by not being honest. And is that a life you want? Is that a life you choose? That's a life where you decided to not embrace who you are. So not at all. I don't think so. Not at all. So practically as much as it definitely hurts more and by caring more, someone who is turned off by someone who cares who is scared off by it, who thinks it's desperate, that's actually great news because you have the clearest proof in front of you that they are not for you. And that's a great way to navigate dating specifically. If they think caring is desperate, that person could not be less right for you. And why would you want to be with someone like that? Think about that. In the moment, it's easy to be like, man, I shouldn't have said that or done that. I should just chill. But if you're thinking rationally and you're not acting out of insecurity and you're solid, and then that turns someone off, why would you ever want to be with that person in the first place? Why would you ever consider hiding yourself in order to win someone over? Like, I can't think of more, of more clear evidence that you're on the right path than if someone is turned off by your realness. Like, that's so clear. That's so binary. It's like, ah, obviously not. You know, you would agree probably that you deserve someone who loves you for you, Right. You'd agree that you deserve someone who appreciates everything about you, your emotions, your personality, everything. Okay, well then, when you care less, you're not being that person, right? But caring more, or caring how you actually care, caring an accurate amount, that is the real you. And if someone is turned off by the real you, why would you want to hide something about yourself to win them over? You obviously don't deserve that. And that's how I break this down. That's how I look at this. And I certainly get that caring more opens you up to more of the bad things in life. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm not living in la-la land here. Rejection, frustration, all those things that we desperately want to avoid. But personally, I will take those things over looking back and realizing that I'm with the wrong person. Looking back and realizing I hid myself. Looking back and realizing I settled, that I diluted myself down to something I'm not proud of. And as much as I also, same page, want to avoid being hurt in life, I much more, much more want to avoid regret. Those are two very human emotions and they're two very human motivations as well. 
but I'm hoping you choose a life that is motivated by a desire to minimize regret instead. It's two choices. You have to choose one because that choice forces you to be real. It forces you to be real first, not in reaction to someone else, not waiting to match energy, not waiting three days to respond, not after making sure they're on the same page first. No, it's where you write the first page first. It's where you speak up first. It's where you're honest first. And of course, this won't always create the outcome you want. You're probably going to experience a lot of outcomes you don't want. But what do you want? Do you want a life that you chose, that you created? Or do you want a life that was created for you, that doesn't honor or respect the person you really are? That, of course, is up to you. And I hope you choose to create it for yourself, to be the first one to care, to be the one who cares more. So that's it. Just something to think about here in reaction to this saying that I keep hearing, whoever cares less wins. So that's it. If this was helpful, I'd love it if you'd share it with a friend. Tell them to check out the podcast. New episodes every Monday and every Thursday. But thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me by picking up a journal at newmindsetwhodis.com or checking out my new upcoming project at unbothered.com. But that is it. And until next episode, I'm out. can happen between falling in love with a house online and owning it between imagining living there and breathing in your new home for the first time having an advocate who can help you navigate the complex world of financing inspections negotiating analyzing the market and talking through any anxieties that may pop up that can make all the difference that's what the expertise of a realtor can do for you realtors are members of the national association of realtors and bound by a code of ethics because that's who we are Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.